Welcome to the Change Something Podcast, where we recognize that we all have 168 hours in one week. How will you leverage it? How will you use it not only for your own health, but for the good of your city? On this podcast, we will speak with psychologists, chiropractors, teachers, truckers, policemen, doctors, writers, and all sorts of professionals every month for 15 minutes or less to provide tools and techniques to not only better your life, but to help you participate in the flourishing of your city. My name is John Ju, and I am glad that you are joining us. Today, in the midst of the coronavirus, I have another special guest with me. His name is Dr. John Artis, and he owns Health on Earth Cairo in Tinley Park, Illinois, and is a licensed chiropractor. How are you, Dr. Artis? I'm great. I'm great. It's all this chaos. I am good. Good. I'm so glad that you're part of this show. Before we go into the whole COVID-19 subject matter, we just want to start on a light note. What's one fun thing you've been able to do since being in quarantine? Play games with my kids. I really yeah. um, didn't know what it would be like, but just having fun with them. Yeah. No, The one of the silver linings of this whole COVID-19 pandemic is spending time with our families. Right. So as we all know, anxiety often comes from a lack of clarity. But before we dive into how fear and anxiety affects our body, can you just share with us your typical day-to-day as a chiropractor? I see people come in with, you know, knee pain, shoulder pain, yeah. neck. I also see people that just want to be healthier and they understand the message of what I'm trying to do. And then I also see people with advanced cases from advanced scoliosis to, you know, to gut health where their gut might be off. Um, so it's a wide variety of people. We help them from a natural perspective, um, you know, from anything from, you know, making sure that their body's strong enough to support itself to making sure that they're putting the right things in their body. Thanks for sharing those details. Uh, I want to pivot and shift towards specifically COVID-19. And coronavirus has made fear a normal part of our lives. And on our last episode, I spoke with a psychologist who shared about how fear affects our brain. Can you just share with us, give us some insight about how fear affects our body? Fear can affect our body in, in so many ways that you wouldn't even imagine. I mean, it can affect your body in the way uh, how you sleep, uh, your pain levels, um, your digestion levels. Um, there's so many different ways. What And the way that I like to explain it is, you know, the brain controls everything. And it does so by sending energy down the spinal cord, mm. which sends energy off through spinal nerves to all the organs and cells and tissues in your body. Now, that nervous system is broken down into two different systems. You got parasympathetic and sympathetic. Okay. Parasympathetic is where we need to spend a lot of time. It's where we rest, repair, and digest. Um, so that's where your body heals. That's why when you go to hospitals, the people are laying down, their body's resting, it's repairing itself, it's healing, as long as they keep feeding them the proper foods, right? And then you also have the dominant nervous system. And that's where your body actually is in fight or flight. That's when you perceive some kind of stress or you're just reacting to situations. And what's happening with the COVID-19 is that people are already living in a sympathetic dominant state to where they're living in fight or flight just from being overwhelmed from social media, television, um, people, to the point where they we don't know how to turn it off. And then when you add a, a major stress or a pandemic like COVID-19, it actually elevates that. And so you're going to see a spike in blood pressures, anxiety, uh, pain levels, a lot of different things where people are just scared. They're living in fear. So interesting. 
Can you unpack for us a little bit more about, you said we already in our culture live by a sympathetic type of a way. Uh, how do you see that in our daily lives? Well, sympathetic dominant state. So we're we're constantly reacting to stuff. I think, you know, there's a there's a problem, I think, with people being so connected to cell phones and so connected to everything in the world at the drop of your fingertips, which could be a good thing in certain sure. ways, but also I think could be a bad thing because we don't know when to turn it off. Mm. Um, there's a lot of talk now about artificial intelligence and emotional intelligence and how they play part in health. And a lot of times the brain can't determine, you know, okay, when do I shut this thing off? And so you create, create, you keep craving dopamine for likes yeah. on social media. You want to find out the latest information. The first thing people do, you know, they don't thank God for waking them up that day. They check Facebook and that's like the wrong way to do so it. So true. I mean, one of the things that I work with a lot of patients is they call it text neck syndrome or just people are always looking down at their cell phones and it's affecting their posture, which is putting pressure on the nervous wow. system, cause a lot of neck pain. People are getting carpal tunnel from it. People are getting wow. all kinds of, of different things. Yeah. And I think so often we as people, we forget that the small thing like holding a cell phone has so many different effects on our bodies, physical and our mental and our emotional state. And that's really part of what you're treating when you see patients. Right. You, you, you have to. You have to. Uh, we dig deep um, and look at everything that's possibly going on. So if we tweak one thing, that could change somebody's life. Wow. Just by listening. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes so much sense. You know, and I just want to pivot towards the whole COVID-19 and I want to hear your expertise and a tip. There are so many people right now who are living, as we said earlier, in anxiety and fear. They're on Facebook 24-7. They're reading news feeds 24-7. They're going out and having these doomsday scenarios in their minds. I mean, what's just one exercise or tip that you would offer our listeners to be less anxious and fearful? Uh, number one tip I can say right now is to get up and move. When you start feeling your energy drop, you got to get moving. The human body was designed to move. And I'm not talking about just simple walking, okay. just simple stretching, stretching for five to 10 minutes at a time, focus stretching, moving the individual vertebrae in your back, moving your hips and your knees, your shoulders, your elbows, your wrists, your ankles. I mean, moving those individual joints so that your body can recognize, man, it's going to send different kinds of endorphins throughout your body and it changes your mood. Yeah, I love that tip. I think we need a little bit more help and instructions from you about different stretches covering your vertebrae, your knees, and your joints. Do you have a resource or maybe a keyword that people can put into YouTube? There is. Uh, if you just Google uh, just total back stretches on YouTube, okay, I'm pretty sure there's thousands of videos out there. One of the things that I, I don't know if I had mentioned to you that I wanted to offer to your listeners if they wanted it, just to send me a quick email. Um, if they had any questions, I have an ebook for neck pain, low back pain, and also knee pain um, that I'd be willing to to give to anybody for free. And what it would be is it would be just simple stretches and strengthening isometric uh, range of motion exercises designed to actually help strengthen those weakened joints. That's awesome. Thanks for offering that for free. Uh, what's the best email to email you at? Uh, Dr. John Artis at gmail.com. And if you're listening, I'm going to make sure to 
link that down on the show notes so you could definitely access those practical ebooks. Before we went live, you also mentioned that meditation helps control anxiety in our body. Can you unpack that for us? What are some ways that you personally meditate? I have a pillow uh, that's called a, a dinner roll. That's a, it's a chiropractic, uh, not necessarily chiropractic, but a spinal uh, biophysics thing that what I lay on and that actually supports the curve of my neck, okay. takes pressure off the spine. And then I lay there and I deep breathe. So one of the things that I do is I go through all the parts of my body, the joints. I start at the toes of my feet and I come down into the arches and I, you know, and I see them being strong and I see every part of my body being strong. And a lot of times when I'm trying to go to sleep at night, I'll get to my hips or I get to my low back and I'll be, I'll pass out. I probably don't even get to the rest of my body. It's a way of me calming my brain down. So you're literally envisioning, did you say uh, relaxing it? Is that the language that you used? Not necessarily relaxing it, but just healthy body parts all over. Everything working 100%. So that's what you're meditating on. That's what you're thinking about in your brain. So if I'm, if I'm laying there and I'm breathing, I'm taking deep breaths in through the nose, I'm blowing it out through the mouth, and I'm actually seeing my ankle mm. you know, just moving perfectly, then I'm going to my hips. I'm seeing my muscles contract when they're supposed to and relax when they're supposed to. I'm seeing my heart pumping blood and it's going to every part of my body that it needs to go to. And I see no clogged arteries. I see my brain function, all my uh, facilities intact. I see my hands are just getting, my body's getting stronger. I see the best version of me that I can possibly see. That's awesome. Can you help us make the connection? So by doing and going through that meditation, what is actually happening to our bodies that allows us to become more healthy? It brings us present. It brings us in tune with our, our breathing. It actually helps us to visualize a healthy scenario, a healthy version of ourselves or healthier version of ourselves. Um, it just brings you in tune with your body, which there's a disconnect between most people. Sure. Um, the one thing that I would just say is you just have to experience it. And if you can get into a guided meditation, that's a game changer. What's a guided meditation? A guided meditation is where you have a professional or you have someone that that's what their specialty is. And they actually start with, OK, we're going to take five breaths in and we're going to breathe you know, out for four seconds. So we're going to take nice, okay. slow, deep breaths in. We're going to hold it in for seven seconds when we inhale. And then they're going to say, OK, I want you to think this thought. I want you to believe this and I want you to see how this works. And then your, your energy level, your vibration level, it's almost equivalent to going to sleep. That is fascinating. So you would recommend definitely to our listeners, instead of checking their Facebook feed and the news feed 15 times a day about the latest COVID-19 update, they should instead meditate and do stretching that will help bring health to their body and to their mental capacity as well. 100% believe it will change the body. Meditation, stretching, or just moving in general, um, everybody can stretch. The older you are, the more you need to stretch. Yeah. No, I, I love the fact that our listeners have an opportunity to hear you speak about the connection between our bodies, our spines, our brains, and how we even and what we read and consume that affects our health. And I hope that it's it's been a very helpful opportunity and process to hear and some tips and tools to take in as we navigate this COVID-19 challenge. 
Hey, Dr. John Artis, thanks so much for what you do, not only for your patients, but for your community. We really appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you. As Dr. Artis reminds us, our entire body is connected. The decision to move or not move, the decision to live disconnected or connected with our body, the media we consume or decide to intentionally set aside, all affect our physical, emotional, and brain health. What unhealthy habit can you replace with a strategic stretch or a guided meditation? In what way can your loved ones intentionally disconnect this week from screens and connect with one another? Let's leverage our 168 hours this week. Let's be the good. Let's go change something.